Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Welcome to Brain Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. How do the new full-body scanners at airports work? And this really is an interesting question because there's two parts to it. There's the actual technology of the scanners, but there's also the huge uproar they're causing right now. So we can look at both aspects of that and see how they're converging right now. The thing you notice if you've been watching the news is that there's a huge uproar around these new full-body scanners that are being deployed at airports around the United States right now. There are people loudly claiming that the TSA is handcuffing them to chairs for refusing to be scanned, for example, and the TSA responding that it never happened. There are videos showing little toddlers screaming during pat-downs. There are calls for congressional oversight, passenger boycotts, 
acts of private protest, TSA abolishment. Even in New Jersey, they're claiming that they're going to stop the TSA. And in Orlando, they claim that they're going to replace the TSA with private contractors. So there really is a big debate going on right now. There are many reasons why people tend not to like these new full-body scanning machines, but the two primary complaints are health concerns from X-ray radiation and privacy concerns, both from being groped during pat-downs if you opt out of the scan and from the possibility of scanned photos being distributed. Whether you love or hate the Transportation Safety Administration and its mission, the mission is clear. The TSA's goal is to keep passengers from carrying weapons and explosives onto airplanes. We can generally agree as a society that this is a worthwhile goal. No one wants to see a terrorist wearing a suicide bomb blow up an airplane and kill 300 people in the air. One obvious way to carry the weapons on is in luggage and handbags. The other way is to attach them to your body. The x-ray machines that we use to scan luggage are generally considered to be safe and effective, so no one's really worrying about those. But when it comes to searching the bodies of passengers, the use of metal detectors and normal pat-downs appears to have problems. First, metal detectors can't detect some explosives, which often don't contain much metal, and a normal pat-down may not be very effective. Passengers wiggle and complain. Passengers are naturally reluctant to have their personal areas explored by a stranger's hands. Therefore, the person doing the pat-down may not be very thorough. And if certain parts of the body, for example the genital areas, or certain types of people, for example toddlers, are deemed inappropriate for padding, then those become obvious places to hide weapons. What is an alternative to full-body scanners? One alternative would be to have passengers enter a private booth in which he or she would remove all clothing and hand it to an agent. Then the clothing and the passenger's naked body, or photographs thereof, would be examined. Then the passenger would redress and exit the screening area. This would be effective, but it has two problems. First, many, perhaps most passengers, would openly rebel. And second, it could really slow down the screening process, making it more expensive. There might also be problems with pornography and child pornography laws. Instead of making everyone get naked in a booth, the TSA has instead deployed two types of screening machines that let passengers skip the undressing part. The machine undresses you by either using x-rays or millimeter radio waves. The backscatter x-ray technique is the one getting the most publicity at the moment. In this machine, visualize a beam of low-power x-rays, similar to a laser beam in dimensions, scanning across your body, left to right, top to bottom. The machine uses detectors to see how many of the x-rays scatter off of each point of your body. Certain materials, like clothing, don't cause much scatter at all. Skin has a certain characteristic scattering effect, as do different metals and certain kinds of explosives. The machine paints an image of the backscattered results point by point, and an agent looking at that image can see things like metals, ceramics, and explosives attached to a passenger's body. The image that comes back is basically an image of a naked human body. It's a strip search without the stripping. It's fast and efficient. 
So what's the problem? There are three, actually. First, many people don't like the idea of having photos of their naked bodies taken by any means. In addition, there are a number of stories of abuse, e.g., you get attractive women being more likely to be scanned or leaked images, supposedly impossible, but obviously not since leaked images are on the Internet. And it doesn't help to have that kind of stuff happening. Second, because x-rays involve ionizing radiation, many, perhaps most people, have health concerns. All you have to do is look at the public reaction around any new nuclear power plant or the public acceptance of sunscreens to understand these concerns, even if the experts and the TSA say the machines are safe. The third problem is the perception that it's much ado about nothing, that the TSA represents security theater rather than actual security. This idea first took root because the TSA has not traditionally been very proactive. A terrorist had to bring explosives in the soles of his shoes before the TSA scanned shoes. A terrorist had to bring innocent-looking liquids to mix a bomb in the air before liquids were prohibited. Printer cartridges were not banned until explosives showed up in printer cartridges. And millions of people get onto subways every day without any screening at all, and that seems to work all right. In the case of the backscatter scanners, the TSA actually is being proactive. It is plugging a security hole before anyone exploits it, but in doing that, the TSA has met with significant resistance. And there's another problem that no one's really discussing right now. A passenger who is strip-searched still has a currently undetectable way to bring in explosives. The passenger could swallow plastic explosives wrapped in rubber or plastic along with a detonator. The human stomach can hold a couple liters of food and is fairly resilient. One person was known to swallow 78 forks and spoons before having to see the doctor. There's no easy way right now to detect this approach short of medical x-rays or ultrasound. That leaves us with our current spectrum of choices. At one end of the spectrum, we could let passengers walk onto airplanes like we let them walk onto subway trains. Zero security of any kind. At the other end of the spectrum, we could give naked passengers full-body CAT scans before every flight. Somewhere in the middle is a level of security that the majority of passengers will willingly accept. Apparently, full-body X-ray scanners may be a little beyond that limit at this moment in history. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. And don't forget to check out the BrainStuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. You can also follow BrainStuff on Facebook or Twitter at BrainStuffHSW. The HowStuffWorks.com iPhone app is coming soon. Get access to our content in a new way. Articles, videos, and more all on the go. Check out the latest podcasts and blog posts and see what we're saying on Facebook and Twitter. Coming soon to iTunes. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Today's
Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. 